Smarties, today we are tackling something that is probably one of the most talked about things in both of our practices, which is how to increase follow through. We share why follow through is so difficult for people who struggle with executive functioning skills. And of course, we share our tips on how to increase follow through with them, for them, and in support of them. You'll hear us talk about the need for an accountability partner that makes sense, that is appropriate. We are that accountability partner for your family. So go ahead and sign up for a phone call with Steps Practice, which is www.myedtherapist.com or my practice, www.capedtherapy.com, K-A-P-P edtherapy.com. We are looking forward to supporting you and your family and your journey to increase follow through. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 233 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Cap. And today we're talking about how to increase follow through for executive functioning skills. So this is a biggie. Because this is very triggering for the adults in the lives of people who struggle with executive functioning skills, but also partners of people who struggle with executive functioning skills. Why are you laughing, Steph? Because it's so true. So true. It can be a real big source of tension in the family home, in the partnership, in business relationships. It can be a really big deal. And so let's kind of go through and discuss why it's hard. Well, it's hard because it feels so hard. It really is hard for them. This is not something that they just don't like and are avoiding. It is hard. So if we can take a step back And think about if you're the one that this is easy for, like think about something that's hard for you. And if you have to do it all day, every day, you would avoid it, number one. And number two, it's really hard to get going on something and have to revisit it all the time when it's hard and you don't know how to do it in a way that works for your brain. So let's have a moment of compassion (laughs) because it is hard. Sustained motivation is a real struggle for the people in our lives who struggle with executive functioning skills, as Steph would say, you know, Steph is the queen of the metaphor. It's very difficult to keep gas in the gas tank. A hundred percent. I mean, I think it's one of those things where if you don't have a way to replenish the gas or it's too expensive right now, (laughs) then you're running on fumes and it is very hard to get going and get back on it and keep with it when it's hard. So let's remember that as well. Mm -hmm. The, The people in your life that are struggling with it, or if you are struggling with it yourself, you are doing the best you can. We know that. So figuring out a way to make it easier for you is going to be the key. The other thing that I want to say is that sometimes we have such huge goals and they're not reasonable, they're not achievable, and it might have nothing to do with anything that is in your control. So there's so many things that are out of your control. So you make these big goals and it might not happen and then it feels defeating And remember, 
we're all human. We can only do the best we can with what we have in the moment. So making smaller goals for you or the loved one in your life or student that is struggling with this is really important. Let's make the goals a little smaller. I'll just add that we did an episode very early on about how to make goals. I'm not even 100% sure what the episode title is, but it's about SMARTS goals and it will be linked in the show notes to this episode. So what do we do? I think the first thing that you have to do is you have to have increased accountability from the right person. Mm -hmm. So pick a strategic person. That means parents, you usually are not the right accountability partner Mm -hmm. for a teenager, Mm -hmm. but you need to have increased accountability from the right partner that is supportive, non-judgmental, without like sort of the emotional history which is why I say parent-child is not great. Yeah, that's not ideal. Readjusting the goals. Mm -hmm. Make them smaller. Even if it feels so small that it shouldn't even be a goal, we want to get some wins. Yeah, we have talked about how when we are working with learners on task initiation, sometimes just writing their name on the paper is the win. 100%. And then we can build upon that success. Yep. So let's stick with that. Let's remember that. And then adding those extrinsic rewards. And especially for a learner that has ADHD, those rewards need to come often and not at the end of the semester. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they might need to be weekly, daily, sometimes hourly. But they need to be appropriate. Yeah. Remember what your learner's currency is and know that when is it appropriate, what is appropriate. And if that is that they earn their screen time for the day because they started their homework without being asked 17 times and only got asked five times, sure, that's a win. Mm -hmm. I know it doesn't feel like it's a win, but we can't go from the bottom step all the way to the top. So you can't go from asking 17 times to no times. That's not going to work. This is an example of a much smaller goal than you would anticipate. I know it doesn't feel like a lot, but I promise you it is. We say success builds upon success. So this is just also the last thing that we want to share about what to do to increase follow through is to understand that this is a muscle Mm -hmm. that takes repetition and patience. And really it takes practice. You don't develop a six pack overnight. And that's often what we're requiring of learners when we ask for increased follow through has to start with showing up to the gym a couple times a week or once a week. Or getting the right clothes to wear to the gym. This metaphor can go so deep, but it is a reminder that this is a long game. This is a marathon, not a sprint. And to take it a step at a time, building that muscle over the long term. And then also do the reflection work of where were you a year ago? Yeah. It's really hard that change is so incremental, but it's part of the human experience. It for sure is. And I want to talk about deadlines for a second mm. because a lot of times we put into the future, okay, by the end of the semester, you know, my child will be able to do X, Y, and Z and be getting good grades. Well, that's not realistic. Right. So the thing that we need to remember is if they're at an age where they can flop around a little bit, so to speak, then let's let them. 
because they are learning life skills. This isn't just about getting good grades. And if they are at an age where this is going to make a difference in their college experience, I'm telling you they're not ready for college. So Hmm. really think about what the goals need to be. And your goals are for your child, if we're talking about your child right now. Like, are your goals for your child to go to Harvard? Or is your goal for your child to be happy? Hmm. And that could be something that is different for every family. But those are just two examples. Hmm. All right, Smarties, everybody take a deep breath. We will get through this. We will get through this. Have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week.